Hi, I'm Anas. And I'm Grace. We love the Wheel of Time fandom, and we love talking about why it's so special. Our mission is to give back to the fandom through projects that amplify the fun and camaraderie. I thought it was we make people cry. Mm, yeah, but in a good way. This, This is The Light's Work. Welcome back to The Light's Work. This is Grace, and I am here with my very chill friend, Anas. How are you doing tonight, Anas? It is a chill night at The Light's Work, and I'm doing well. And I'm looking forward to our episode tonight uh, and have a chill time. Yeah, it always is very chill when it's just the two of us. Uh, anything interesting happen over the past week since we last recorded? Yeah, uh, my wife and I celebrated our 10th wedding anniversary yesterday. That was a lot of fun. And uh, we went out for dinner, um, had some nice ice cream afterwards. It's been otherwise relatively kind of chill, I think. What about you? How's, how's your week been? It's been all right. Uh, nothing too exciting going on. Just trying to deal with my job, which has been very difficult lately. Um, but I have a lot of friends who have been very supportive to me and helping me out. And I really appreciate that. I am really happy and excited for Wise One Shelley right now, who's on her way to the Land of Mad Men. Um, and she stopped in Manchester to visit Rob. So I'm excited that they're able to see each other and hang out um, and have a good time. And uh, Queen Anna joined them and Rob's best friend Kayla was there. It looks like they're having a really fun time. So I'm just living vicariously through them. But uh, 10 years, that's a big deal. Like, wow, that's a huge celebration. So good for you and your wife, uh, who I've met, who is an amazing person. Um, any, like, advice for, for people? Like, how do you get through 10 years of marriage? Advice, that's, that's, that's good. Um, <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's different for everyone. I think that's probably uh, what I would say. It's finding your own comfort, your own existence with someone, and giving that time to kind of cultivate. And it, it's because it, you know there's always there's always going to be ups and downs in in, in in a long period of time. So it's you know being remembering you know why you're together in the first place. I think you know, coming back to that is is, is, is important. And um, focusing on um, all the wonderful things in life. And that, that, I think, is what makes being together for a long time so, so special. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations yeah. to the two of you. I'm glad that you had a nice night. And ice cream is an awesome way to celebrate. Love ice cream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But we are not here to talk about our weeks, we are here to answer your questions. So we decided to do an Ask Us Anything episode. Uh, so before we get to our questions from our listeners, why did we decide to do this in the first place? I don't know. I, I'm trying to think, was this, who thought of this first? 
I'm are, we, sh- are we trying to figure out who is to blame here? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I know like once we thought of it, I thought back to a Barside Chats episode. They had like a mailbag episode a couple years ago. And I was like, oh, that was fun listening to like, you know, fun questions people sent in and they, they just answered. And it was like a chill. I think they did it around Christmas. So it was just, you know, a chill night. So I think that's part of why we did it. I, I At least I, I thought that it would turn into a nice chill kind of. Uh, thing well i hope that it's chill we have not actually looked at any of these questions (laughs) yet so we have no idea what we are going to be asked so do you have any ground um, rules for 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 us (laughs) i have some ground rules for us do you okay what are your ground rules did you did you think of any ground rules I did not think of any. I just thought we're going to just do our best to answer the questions. And if we fail miserably, we'll just edit it out of the podcast. (laughs) Um, So do we have to be truthful? Yes or no? What do you think? This is the light's work. Of course we have to be truthful. No, but like, you know, with a healthy degree of exaggeration and silliness, that's what I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Not to be, you know, saying false things, but I think to have a to have a good time answering some of these questions rather than, uh, you know, be too serious, I think. Are you trying to tell me that I take things too seriously? <laughs> no, no. I would just like, like, I think that... Because I know I do. <laughs> I, I mean, yes, you do. I mean, not like excessively. I think there are, there is room to answer some questions or any question with, you know, tongue-in-cheek not answer it maybe at times in the way it was asked. <laughs> yeah, I'm down for that. I know that that is your usual MO. So I'm happy to allow you to do that. And I will also try to be humorous when appropriate. <laughs> okay. I also think, I mean, I don't know what any of these questions are asking, but I also think one caveat to the honesty thing would be we shouldn't answer anything that's going to give away some kind of surprise, future surprise. Like we just... You know, if we have to do a little bit of bending the truth or avoiding certain things to prevent ruining a surprise, then we're going to have to do that. Okay, sorry. I'm going to I'm going to um, modify my answer. We will be the best Aes Sedai that we can be when answering these questions. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So that's one. Was that it? Okay. You have more. I don't. I don't really have more. I'm I'm thinking of more. You know. Okay. we we can change our answers at any point, you know. I think that I think we should be allowed that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're not going to yeah. be held, f- you know, like you know how we uh, we say this is not. Yeah, this is not rapid questions. This is not rapid questions. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think those. I think those grand rules, right? Anything else? No. I'm just. I'm just. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So we're going to take turns uh, asking these questions. So do you want to start? Well, I think if I'm going, by, well, yes, I can start. Yes. Um, so Jessica Sedai asked, <laughs> what? I feel like you just cheated. We should have set a ground rule that you're not allowed to skip any question. You have to go in order because you skipped one and you went straight to Jess. But it's a question that's that's to me. So it's like, you know, like it would be like me answering. Wait, wait, are you looking at the same thing as me? Yeah, but it doesn't. I don't see anything that this is specifically to you. Wait, what's the first question? I see Sulin yeah. asking you a specific question. Yeah, that's a specific question for me. So it'll be I thought it was weird if I would ask the question oh, and I, I would see. answer okay. it. Okay, gotcha. Okay. All right. No? Nope. That that makes perfect sense. Why don't you ask the first question? 
Well, oh, it, but it doesn't. And we can, if we can skip Jessica's question to you asking it, if that's what you want. No, I don't know why I cared. I honestly don't. Okay. So I'm, I'm clearly already breaking your rule. <laughs> there, there are no rules. You know that. Okay. All right. So, yes, I will ask you Sulin's question because Sulin was first. Mm-hmm. She actually messaged me right after I sent out the tweet asking for um, questions. And she was at work and she was on her phone trying to, like, get into the dock to ask the question. Mm-hmm. And um, she texted me about it. So she was right on it. Yeah. So thank you, Sulin. You're always such a good supporter of the show. Yeah. Uh, so she has a question specifically for Anas, which is, what soccer teams would the Emmons Field Five support, and why do none of them support Manchester United? <laughs> uh, uh, that is that is <laughs> such a good question. <laughs> well, none of them support Manchester United because um, they they haven't heard of Manchester United because they're you know too far out in the two rivers, and well that. That, that is such a bad answer. Everyone has heard about Manchester United because they're the biggest club in the world and they're the best club in the world. So they have heard of them. So, I'm, you know, that's me changing my answer. So, um, yes, they have heard of uh, Manchester United, but they, you know, because they but they support their local clubs and Manchester mm-hmm. is far away. So that's why they don't support Manchester United. But they, they do like, you know, whatever they hear about um, United and are respectful of United. So, um, which teams? Um, I'm going to just randomly pick people. Egwene would want to support like the best team with the best like history, obviously, other than Manchester United. So she would be like, "Oh, I'm a fan of Real Madrid." You know, it's a big name. Perrin would be like, you know, loyal local boy team. So I'm going for like something like West Ham. You know, like local um, London team. Rand, Rand. What's an emo team? A team that always loses. Spurs, a Tottenham Hotspurs fan. Yes, never won a trophy in like I don't know how long. Uh, Matt, who Matt? Matt would support like a very like team that always surprises people, comes back from behind. Hmm. Matt, I think no, maybe Matt's a Liverpool fan, but I like Matt and I don't like Liverpool, but I'm okay with that. And then who's left? Nynaeve. Mm-hmm. Oh, Nynaeve. Nynaeve is yellow Aja. So I'm going to go with the yellow, a team that wears yellow. So I'm going to go with the German team. Shout out to Roger. To Borussia Dortmund. They wear this really cool yellow, black striped um, jersey. And their fans are like the best. Um, they have this one part of their stadium. Um, they call it the yellow wall. We should actually put this in our description. It's like so cool. It's like one of the best kind of fan experience that you can imagine so um yeah that that's i just came up with different reasons for all of you know why what they who they would support but yeah i understood none of those references but it sounded interesting so it you, sounded just, right just repeat <laughs> manchester united are the best team just say that that's all you need to say well i mean i love manchester so i'm i'm down with that okay good um, how does the yellow wall compare with the green monster? Is it like that at all, or is it different? The yellow wall is, it's really, it's probably one of like the best like, European soccer fan things ever. So like, I think it's much, it's like, it's so cool. 
So you think it's better oh, yes. than the green yeah. monster? Yes, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Green monster is cool. Gotcha. Yeah, but, you know, there's nothing like the, the yellow wall. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. All right. So do you want to do Jess's question? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so Jessica asked, and we could both answer this, right? This, this is not. Sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. I think if it doesn't specify, yeah. then yeah. we're both yeah. supposed to answer. Jess's question is, Jessica Sadai, friend of the podcast, um, were tears always part of the plan? Yes. When did when <laughs> when did we um when did we get blamed no. for that? Um when was the first time people Pretty sh- af- after our first video really? that we made. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. Um so no, I think we I don't remember either of us ever saying like oh my god, this is going to make everybody cry or like yeah. we want people to be emotional. I think Although, we wanted it yeah. to be special and we knew that it was meaningful, but I don't think we planned to make anybody cry. Although we did plan to make it our slogan after the fact. And yes, part of our mission once, statement. Right. So it wasn't originally part of the plan, but after we did that video and the other video. And, and looked at our market. Like, you know, we looked at our market. We saw what yeah. people wanted. Mm-hmm. And people started tweeting things like, oh, you know, just like referring to us making people cry yeah. and like tagging us in, in things like that. So <laughs> one of my favorites, we just like, all right, let's just go with it. Let's embrace it. <laughs> one of my favorites is like um, Rajesh Morden is like, oh, the cry squad's back at it again, you know. Cry Squad? Yeah, you haven't heard. You, I don't remember that. Yeah, oh my that was, gosh. That was no. probably one of my favorite one where he's like, oh, Cry Squad or something. He said something like that, you know? And um, I was like, I, I kind of like that, you know? That might be the moment where I was like fully actually embraced it because I think pr- there was a point in time where I was like, I don't think this is like nice to make people cry. But then, you know, we, we do clarify it in our opening, right? We do say, what do, we, what do, what do you say? Yeah, but in a good way. <laughs> oh, that was that was that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Uh, yeah. No, I love that hashtag Cry Squad. Um, I am. I cry very. Are you easily. crying right I now? Always, are you? Are you? Not, am I? Do I look like I am? You, you look teary I mean, eyed. I, I base on the inside. I'm crying all the time <laughs> on the inside, to be honest. But I I cry very easily, and to the point where it's it's frustrating for me sometimes because I will be trying to get an important point across to someone, or maybe I'm even angry with someone, and I just cannot I cannot hold back the tears. It's just like a biological reflex um, when I have a lot of emotions, and. Uh, I, I also cry frequently when things are moving to me, uh, like a, a beautiful piece of music or movies, commercials sometimes even I will cry over. So I I learned to accept that part of myself and, and even uh, appreciate it in certain circumstances. So I it's it's special to me. It wasn't my it wasn't our intention, but it is special to me in a way that we're we're known for for that for bringing about that tears of joy kind of feeling. Because when you were saying that, I was like, so tears were always part of the plan. In my life, yes, <laughs> but for the lights work, not necessarily. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that that's I think it's a good answer. I think we answered that pretty well. 
I think so too. Yeah. yeah. Good. All right. So Elf Witch asks, will you both be at WatCon? And can I hug you when I see you? Also, what was your favorite panel at WatCon 2022? So the first one, yes. And yes. And yes. No, the third one is not a yes. Um, the third one's not a yes. <laughs> I personally liked the main sessions. Like the main, there's nothing that can compare to the main session with the innkeeper just, you know, doing, you know, innkeeping with the whole group and just, um, you know, having a a group gathering like that. I just really like that. Um, I, other than that, there were a couple others. If I were to choose one, it's between the meme one I went to and the post-canon speculation. I think the post-canon speculation, because there was a point where Maria was there in the post-canon speculation. She read part of an excerpt of a letter or something like that, that Robert Jordan had written to, I think her or something like that. And it was very moving and I had never heard that before. So uh, it was a really good discussion theorizing. Um, So I think, yeah, that one. Uh, What about you? Uh, So yes, I will be there this year and yes, you can hug me. Um, And last year, my favorite panel was seeing Rob. All right. That, that, that is wait was is this you i think you're you're following my rules i think i did i was trying to, wow. to do the the tongue-in-cheek honest answer did i do a good job yeah yeah i think you did a, i think you did a really good job because i think you like you gave a pause you like felt like you were gonna like talk about something like yeah no i think that that is a very well debut um <laughs> answer yeah good okay <laughs> I'm so proud of myself right now. Uh, I can tell. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did have a real answer formulating in my head, but uh, no, I'm not your answer is done. Share what it is. Yeah, you're, I'm done. done. Yeah. <laughs> so, Ashakova asks. So there are so many characters in Wheel of Time. There are hundreds of side stories we never got to hear. What is the one spinoff that you would love to read the most? It's a pretty good question. Wow. I like that question. I know, right? Mind blown. Yeah. This is where I wish we had had time I to know, right? and yeah. think ahead of time. No, in- wow. instinct. Go for it. Hundreds of side stories. Oof. It's a toss-up for me. I have always said that I am curious about uh, Varen's Warder's history, Tomas, uh, and how he came to be where he ended up being. But I also love Talmanes as a side character, and I want to know more about his history, too. Yeah, I think those are... Um, you can't go wrong with anything Varen... Anything Varen, I'm, not gonna, I'm just going to say that. And Talmanes, mm-hmm. yes, easily... Talmanes and Eludra are like my most favorite kind of side characters. So Eludra is the other Eludra one. Would be great too. Um, although I feel like I'm cheating because this is like the spinoff that Brian the Gleeman has of his idea for a spinoff series where there's like, a, and I'm just going to say this because this is not mine, but I'm using it because it's such a good premise where it's like an Illuminator school, like, you know, that 
Eludra went to as a kid and how she became an Illuminator and she was like the outsider but then became like the best Illuminator so it was just you know he, he gets really into it you should listen to this uh, that episode but um, um, I think it's a really cool one why am I not surprised that Brian wants an Eludra spinoff and has a full like idea of what it would be oh there it, it's I'm it's not it's, shocked at it's all it's like <laughs> mentioned in their spinoff episode and then it's like reference multiple times in like future episodes too so it's not it's not like you know (laughs) what would i i would like a short story about the workings of the ilfin so like their point of view so like you know Mm -hmm. a chapter of a few chapters of different um people coming in to visit them i i've always thought you know asmodian has maybe gone to them before so maybe asmodian comes in you're like oh i like you don't know it's asmodian mm-hmm. until like the end or something of the chapter or something and then like other people like that maybe you know jane farstrider or something or other people that you know maybe arthur harkwing shows up so like um mm-hmm. a point of view from from inside the tower of genji people visiting getting answers love that well we're good at this i think so yeah. i don't know yeah next is nerdy guns What's your favorite board or card game? I don't play board or card games. That's the problem. Why don't you don't play board or... How come? I, I, what do you mean? Well, like, if you don't play board or card games, you don't have to answer the question, but I feel like we need to know why you don't no, no, play... No, no, no. We, I don't play them now. So the only game, the oh, board okay. game that I played in the last, I don't know, whatever year, number of years is Monopoly. Mm-hmm. I do like playing Monopoly, but it almost always ends in like a dispute at the end of the game (laughs) so the last time we played it was with a group of friends and we came up with our own rules we were like you know when you have to like you land on someone's property and you have to pay rent but we made like these side deals like okay you never have to pay rent on this property ever but if you give me like that card or something Mm -hmm. so like some like really bad like really someone made a really bad deal like they said your rent your rent is free for the rest of the game and they really mm. like you know like not good like the, in the moment it mm-hmm. made it made sense so um I, yeah monopoly is fun but almost always um th- there's this one chance or community whatever chest ca- um, card that says you take all the hundred bills and you throw it up in the air and it, whoever <laughs> can grab any of the bills before they fall down i um i was pretty good at that People, people, people were like not being like aggressive. I, I, I got a lot. Yeah, there, there might be a video of this that no one will ever see. But yeah, I love, I love making up uh, house rules for Monopoly and having things like what you described, where people are making deals and negotiating and having different random rules. Like, did you ever do the one where you put money in the center of the board for certain things? Like, you know, if you have to pay a certain tax or whatever, and then if you land on free parking, you get the money. Oh, no. Never. Oh, that's that's good. I loved that. That was always fun. Huh. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I remember I've always loved Monopoly. We were actually just talking about this on Threefold Talk a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Rob and I both love Monopoly, but everyone else said pretty much what you said, that it's like just asking to create disputes and rage and anger <laughs> I, I don't create disputes i don't mind the disputes i enjoy them but i don't like i like i'm okay with it like so usually i'm just sitting okay. there being like 
I knew this was gonna happen. I'm fine with it. Like I don't, yeah. I, I, I don't, I, me too. I don't have much yeah. invested in it, but it's funny yeah. seeing other people being invested in it. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly what I uh, said to Rob when we were talking about. It. It's like I, other people have gotten upset <laughs> when I've played Monopoly, but I'm never upset, which is weird because I can be very competitive about a lot of things and take things a lot of ser- lot, things very seriously. But you with Monopoly, I'm just like whatever, you know. And it's fun to me to watch people freaking out about things. Uh, so yeah, actually, I would probably say that is my favorite board game. I like board games, and I've played a lot of them with friends. And I had a coworker recently who she and her partner had tons and tons of random uh, games, and they would have game nights, and some of them were really fun, but I can't remember what they're called. Um, card game, I talked about this on Threefold Talk as well, is Flux, uh, which is a uh, card game that has many different uh decks with different themes like zombies or pirates or doctor who or all sorts of different things and when you play the rules are constantly changing and so the way that you win the game can change any number of times during a round and uh you can change the rules of how the game's played so it's i've always really enjoyed it I thought it was fun. I played it a lot at my job um, with a group that I used to run. I, for a second, I was like, are we talking like traditional deck of cards card game versus no. like a, another type of card game? I don't think I've really played other than like Uno or something, <laughs> you know, with, 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 <laughs> you know, um, but I used to, you know, when I was younger, play this one that I really got good at. And you, know, you needed at least two or four people to play with it. I think it's called Sweep. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, yeah, I think that's. I have not yeah, heard of that. there's like certain points you get for certain cards. I think they're total thirty points or something. And I I got pretty good at it. I used to play with my mom, and um, I she was pretty good at it. And then, but I came good enough that I used to end up um winning uh, a lot. So yeah, I guess that's from a card game standpoint. With regular cards, I would spend hours playing with my best friend at the time, who lived down the street from me. We would spend hours playing this game called Spit, which doesn't involve actual spitting at all, but it's really fast paced and it, you have to like slap this, the pile of cards in order to get it in your hand. Um, and we would just play it for hours and hours. This wild and crazy game is all about speed. Okay. Yeah, it is. It's it's uh, very frantic. <laughs> okay. But I, I will bring Flux to Jordan Con. So if um, anyone wants to play Flux with me at Jordan Con, I would, I would love to... Uh, to start a game so you all can see yeah. what I'm talking about. Cool. All right. Tom, this is Tom from Talk Renroid, uh, asks, if you had to do a podcast about a non-Wheel of Time property, what would it be, Grace? Well, Tom, it's funny that you ask that because I was literally just thinking about that the other day while listening to your podcast when you talked about uh, it being Twin Peaks Day on February 24th. And uh, you and me and a couple other people in the Discord server had talked about that and we're sharing Twin Peaks gifts. And I don't recall exactly what you said in the episode, but you, I don't know if you mentioned doing a podcast about Twin Peaks, but either way, as you were talking, I was like, that would be such a cool podcast to do like a, rewatch of Twin Peaks and talk about it uh, and maybe have somebody new watching it and try to see like what they make of it. It's so ripe for like, 
theorizing and trying to understand what's going on because it's just so bizarre, but it's one of the coolest, most amazing pieces of TV that there ever was. So I would like to do a Twin Peaks podcast. That's pretty cool. I I am uh, I'm trying to think. This is tough. This is tough. What do I know a lot about that I could talk about a lot? Uh, there are a couple of things. I could probably talk about Obi-Wan. So it'll be like an Obi-Wan podcast. Maybe, but I don't know what that would be about other than we just talk about him. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the other one is, you know, uh, if you know, if you think of, you know, other things. In re- Episode one, Obi-Wan is awesome. Episode two, Obi-Wan is the best. <laughs> <laughs> Episode three, you know, like what we're going to talk about here. It's, mm-hmm. you, you get the theme. Um, yes. The other is probably, if I really think about it, if because, um, you know, the thing you can always talk about and um, is sports. And there's a lot of sports podcasts, so maybe a podcast about Manchester United. And there's, like, games every week, so you can be like, oh, did you see the game? And, you know, but not, like, a, the traditional just talk about stuff, but, you know, talk about some some angles that people don't talk about, I guess. Something like that. I don't know. I, I would not. The right cool. answer. Sports. Sports ball. <laughs> the, right, the right answer is, to be honest, I would not do any podcast other than the lights work. Uh-huh. Well, shucks. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, I always thought it might be fun to do like, a, um, I don't know, I'd probably be terrible at it, but uh, there used to be a radio show, uh, a late night radio show growing up called Loveline. And you, people would you call and in. You t- with... talking about Loveline, you know. What? You've talked about Loveline before. I just... Oh, we have. I don't know. I've I've heard you talk about Loveline before. Oh, really? Was it on okay. Lights well, Work? No, I don't. I don't know. Hmm. It might have been in our just in our messaging, mm-hmm. possibly. But uh, yeah, they would people would call in with um, anonymous sex and romance questions, and they were always really juicy. And it was just fun to hear what the hosts said. Uh, I'm a therapist. Um, not the best at relationships, but I still think it would be really fun to to give advice. Maybe I could recruit uh, Wise One Shelley. She's good at that kind of stuff. Yeah. So next, oh, speaking of Wise One Shelley and the Aiel, uh, Melindra asks, if spreadsheets were suddenly gone from the world, what would you do? Have you seen the, the Jeremy Clarkson meme, the, the guy from Top Gear? Who's like, oh, no. And then, like, the next one is, anyway, that would be me. (laughs) I mean, spreadsheets are cool, but, like, I run with that joke more than, you know, I'm not that attached to spreadsheets, so. (laughs) Do you know know the one I'm talking about? I don't. I'm going to have to look it up later, but I I believe you. I could totally see you being like, oh, no. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to to send it to you right now but um what what would what how, how would you deal with uh, that that loss god that would be so hard uh well first i'd have to quit my job which i want to do anyway so that's fine um but 80 mm, percent of the way i organize myself at my job is through spreadsheets and 
I would say I would just like get a notebook and and do it by hand because I actually don't really mind that so much. And I'm pretty neat with the way I can draw things and write things. My thing is I like that you can automatically organize and alphabetize things in a spreadsheet. And that's like essential for a lot of the stuff that I do. Hmm. Um, Currently, I, I have a spreadsheet that I made spreadsheet of your life (laughs) how did you know that (laughs) did i share it with you accidentally (laughs) oh i took you i think i took a picture of it didn't i (laughs) yeah so i made this um i just was getting really stressed out because i feel like i have so much to do in many different pieces of my life so i i decided to make a, a a spreadsheet with columns for like each part of my life and what i needed to do spoiler they're color-coded they are color-coded spoiler there is there is a there's a (laughs) column for for rob we don't need to share about that (laughs) um it's green i know i I was that was that was my that was my next (laughs) that was my next thing but oh god um (laughs) the lights work also has a column it's yellow yes of course uh, so yeah, I, I tried to organize everything in this spreadsheet. And so like, if you had asked me before I made that spreadsheet, I'd probably be like, okay, well, yeah, it's fine. I'll just transfer everything to a notebook. But I don't know if I can live without that spreadsheet now that I've made it. Yes, I, 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 I can, I can understand that once you have a spreadsheet, like our, um, yeah. spreadsheet, uh, of the likes work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we yeah we need that. Yeah, we have we have a nice spreadsheet for the podcast. Too. How many how many sheets I, do we have now on there? Sheets or tabs? Oh, is is that not what they're called? Sheets or tabs? I don't know. The sheet is the doc, and then within the doc are all the tabs. Hmm. Okay. If you say so. So we have one, two, three, six, four, seven. No. Eight, eight, eight? eight tabs. Yeah, yeah. Look at us. But I, I lived many years without spreadsheets. Like I used to be a big planner person. Like I would have those year yearly planners oh, wow. or monthly planners or whatever yeah. notebooks. So oh. I, I could switch back to that. Oh, maybe. okay. So or like a bullet journal. Maybe a bullet journal. Those are kind of yeah. cool looking. A passion planner. Very organized. Passion planner. <laughs> yeah, a passion planner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. I mean, I think it's that's wow. Yeah, Mel, great question. All right. So Uno asked us, "What are your flaming top three curses?" Wheel of Time curses or like regular curses? I think regular curses, right? I I mean, it's Uno. It's like, what would what would Uno want us to answer? Not the Wheel of Time stuff. Okay. Probably the three curses I say the most often would be. Okay. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Cool. What are your three? Um, I don't think I curse a lot. Mm. I I do like a <laughs> like that. Like I do that. Um, that's one. Yeah, that's one. And the second is, and the third is. Wait, the drug or the body part? <laughs> oh, I didn't even think of the body part, but sure. <laughs> oh, God. I feel like this is a very funny question to ask us because we're not really like super 
profane people. I know people. There's plenty of people in my life who say hilarious things that are curses. But mm-hmm. uh, Wheel of Time. I love uh, Milksop. I don't know if that's a curse or just an insult, but yeah. I was gonna. I, I, I'm, I'm sure you're gonna say Milksop. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, so then we have four questions from Nancy. Uh, so Nancy, please uh, send us a DM or join our Discord server or uh, find us on Twitter because I don't know if I've met you and I would love to get to know you. I love that you asked us four things. Yeah. So let's start with number one from you. What causes has the Blue Aja championed besides preparing the Dragon Reborn for Tyrman Gaiden? Is this a trivia question? Well... So we can answer it in, in a couple ways. I can open my companion and look it up and answer it. Or we can come up with what would the Blue Aja be into? So I like that one okay. better. So maybe the Blue Aja was like, hey, we need to make sure that accessibility and you know f- people who are disabled in the world need accessi- you know, accessibility. So they launched a campaign through their eyes and ears and figure out, you know, which place has good, you know, like ramps for people who need like, you know, wheelchairs and things like that. So they like championed that and they came up with a way of figuring it out in the world of the Wheel of Time. And um, the Blue Aja was like, you know, got some input from the yellows too, but it was really the blue who like came up with it. And um, they were champions of um, accessibility and they did that. That's a really good one. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like other ways there was unfairness in the Wheel of Time that they would have known about Mm. um, and didn't also benefit from. So like they didn't know about the Shan Chan just yet at the beginning of the books, at least. I don't think they really knew too much about the Aiel. And I don't think there were any other cultures in the Westlands that had like actual slaves, but there were like a lot, there's a lot of class system stuff mm. and social hierarchy and there's servants, but the Aes Sedai have servants. So they kind of benefit from having servants. Uh, so I would say something like labor unions maybe, but. Warder, warder union. Warder unions. Yeah. yeah. Uh, fair treatment for warders yeah. maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, before I think, uh, when the when the when warders were bonded initially, you didn't have to ask uh, them to be to to bond mm. them. So they came yes, up with consent. that. Yeah, they came up mm-hmm. with that that you need to 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 ask uh, consent. Yeah, mm. yeah. Clearly, people are following that. Yeah. very well. Yes. in the books. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We won't say more. We won't about say more that. Of that. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So Nancy then asks, as a Virginian, how did Robert Jordan view American slavery versus Sanchin slavery? I don't think I can speak for what Robert Jordan viewed. Although you could, pro- we could probably say that there was influence. Yeah, I mean, I I would have to imagine. I mean, he was living in. Oh, she's saying Virginian, uh, but he lived in South Carolina. I don't... Was he originally from Virginia? Or is Nancy from Virginia? No. Maybe. I don't know. Well, (laughs) either way, he was from the South. uh, And that's like woven into the history down there, Mm -hmm. um, obviously. And I'm sure that that influenced his portrayal of Shanshan slavery. Yeah. I think Mike Livingston talks about in Origins... 
um, to, to to some of that, not to specifically mm-hmm. the Sanchen, but I think about you know um, influences that um, RJ had from things around him and you know his family. Yeah, and I think he. I mean, it's obviously extremely layered and difficult and sensitive topic, uh, but I think overall in the books, he does portray it negatively, uh, and it's supposed to be awful and horrible, and it is. Um, So I think, you know, he, he shows it in a realistic light that is uncomfortable, but it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it is woven into the world of the Wheel of Time and a deep, deeply rooted mm-hmm. part of one of the cultures. Uh, and mm-hmm. it's true for the history of the world, too, that we live in. Um, so mm-hmm. um, yeah. I think he, yeah, I am, I'm pretty sure there are parallels that, but I, I don't think I can really speak to those um, myself. Interesting question, though. Yeah. Yeah, I, I could like write an essay on that if I had more time to research and think about it. Yeah. Uh, so third question from Nancy. If two channelers can bond the same warder, why didn't Nynaeve bond Lan before Morel released hers? Like her bond to Lan. So I think there's there's a lot of um, etiquette and tradition. And again, we, mm-hmm. and Nynaeve doesn't give a damn about etiquette or tradition especially with the Aes Sedai so I but I still think there was but maybe she didn't know but but she well also I don't think she wanted to share the bond at that time she so she wanted mm-hmm. to have Lan's bond and only have Lan's bond mm-hmm. uh, when he when she had it so I think that might be that's how I th- I'm going to think of it I've never really thought of it but um, yeah. it's, it's, you're right. She might have not known. But I think even if she knew, she would be like, I need to fix that before I can bond land. Um, and I think um, someone like Nynaeve can be bullheaded about that. Yeah. Like either I have him all to myself or I don't have him at all. Mm-hmm. No, or, or no, no. Well, not that. I'm going to have him all by myself. So I am going <laughs> well, to get. Yeah. yeah. So it's not. There's no. Yes. There's no. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, that not having him at all would be temporary. Yeah, exactly. It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. So Nancy then asks, um, how did the seven Aja cat- categories develop and how did they choose their colors? Oh. Okay, so... Uh, well, brown is, you know, dusty library brown. Okay. Brown leather books. Yeah. That's why brown Aja is brown. Yeah. Is yellow healing? I always thought like green was healing. Me too, because I think of like herbs yeah. and, you know, plants and nature yeah. and things like that. Although if you think of like traditional salves and things like that, those are usually like yellowish. Or like a mustard poultice, yeah, that, 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 that that, That's literally what I was thinking <laughs> in my head. I was picturing in my head. It was like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> so that's so... Back in the day, okay, the Aes Sedai used mustard poultice, <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, clearly, you, you guys are the yellows. Look at you're always like, your hands are always stained with mustard, so now you're yellows. Um, yes. Okay. Uh, green is um, so the green M M&M and M is always like like the horny M M&M, and M, right? So that's why the green Aja has multiple warders. Today I learned that the green M&M 
<laughs> things I learned today. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, okay. Um, the blue, blue, blue. The sky is blue. The water is blue. Champions, champions of causes. What do you think when you think of blue? The vastness of the world is blue. Blue is my favorite color. Blue is a nice color. Blue is a nice color. Blue is the best aja, so blue is the best color, so that's why. Yes, okay, there, we there go. you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, red, because it's danger. The red aja is dangerous. They want it to be dangerous. They want mm-hmm. it to be feared. Be scary. Yeah, they want it to be feared. Mm-hmm. So they're like, hey, clearly we got the red. Mm-hmm. Logic is like boring and white is boring. Is that is that am I doing that right? Is that is that what the the whites? I don't know yeah. what whites do. I mean, I don't know. White is like pure, and logic clean is, and clear and, logic and is, yeah, clear headed. Like yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Also, white is like the color of light. So, like you know, when you're trying to be logical about something, you're trying to like understand it and see it clearly. So, like white light. Hmm. Mm, okay. I, don't know. Uh, I mean, you're making this the white sound cool. <laughs> I mean, I I like logic. I, I do. I do like logic, but I don't like only logic. No, of course yeah. you can't have just logic. Yeah. And then we're left with the gray. Gray, yeah. Gray are mm. into politics. Well, gray because you you're trying to see the middle ground. It's not. It's not just black, black and, white. and white. It's shades. You have to see shades of gray. Shades of gray. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shades of gray. We did it. We did it. We're so smart. They did ask how did. They develop. I think they. I think people found out. Oh, I like. I like to do this, and they're like, "Oh, I like to do this too," and they just banded together and were like, "Guys, like, figure something out and make groups, play nice together." Yeah, I mean, the Amarlin probably got sick of trying to manage everybody, so was like, "Here, like, you manage all of the." People who want to hunt the men. Yeah, you manage exactly. all of the logical people. You manage all the librarians. Because she got tired of dealing with all of that. Yeah. yeah okay. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. Okay. Cool. Oh, Mary. <laughs> Mary Frenzy. Mary Frenzy. Thank you, Mary Frenzy. I love you, Mary. But you're going to make me do something very difficult. Yeah. You want us to say something nice about a Wheel of Time character you truly despise. The other person chooses who that character is. Oh, well, I, I mean, I know who you're going to choose, and I was going to choose it anyway. Okay, so go ahead. Go ahead. Do, it. Okay. do it. Okay. Okay. So you're going to tell me to Why do you love Cat Swain? Yeah. Okay. Cat Swain. I don't love her, but I, I have to say something nice about her. Why do you love Cat Swain? Um, no, that's not the question. The question is say something nice about a character you despise. So I despise Cat Swain, and her goal is in the right place. Her goal to make Rand smile again is important, and I agree with it. I do not agree with her methods. Keep talking. Keep talking. That's it. That's it? No. I said one, I said one nice thing. It doesn't uh, say, say multiple nice okay. things. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, who do you really hate? Well, you don't really like the Aiel that much. I don't hate Daiel. No. You don't hate them. Okay. Well, who do you hate? I don't think I know your most despised character. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Do I hate? I mean, there are a lot of hateful characters, right? Not hateful. Hate hated characters. Hated. Hated characters. Hated characters. Um, yeah. I don't feel that strongly about. So it's like something like Savannah, I guess, right? 
Everybody okay. hates Savannah, right? Mm-hmm. But Savannah was smart enough to literally take over the Shido and had them do like she had like she couldn't channel. She's not a wise one. She was just, you know, the 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 spouse of the former leader. And it was like, okay, I'm gonna take over. She did that, and she was mm-hmm. pretty good at it. People followed her. Um, she made them do bad things. They were bad things, but you know, she was an effective leader in that sense that they did the bad things she wanted them to. So she was a she was a better leader than Elida. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. If 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 Savannah was in the place of Elida, the White Tower would have been like screwed. Yes, agreed. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh then Mary asks Thank you, Mary, again. Uh, name a Wheel of Time quote or concept that touched your heart, blew your mind, and or made you view life or the world differently. Whew. Deep. So deep, and we didn't prepare ahead of time. <laughs> so, so, so go back to my ground rules. You could do that. You, you're not going to do that. So you want me to answer this beautiful, thoughtful question from Mary in a funny, non-serious way. I didn't say that. Uh, I can't do that. You can do that if you want. Oh man. What's your this favorite? What's your favorite quote? Quote. Okay, I'm gonna. Can I? Can I go? Yeah, go ahead. So there, there's so many. This one came to me just now, and I, so I, I'm gonna. The ones I thought of that I wanted to say, probably didn't like affect me otherwise, other than they're just really cool. Ones the one I always talk about is you know the gold gambler go, uh, the other one at the end of with Lan in the last battle that I really like, mm-hmm. but you know those are just you know moments that goosebumps and cool, but the one that I think that sticks with a lot of people is um, the way back will come but once, be steadfast, mm-hmm. especially the be steadfast part because it's so important for so many of the characters throughout the series. To be, um, you know, to believe in yourself, to believe in what you're doing, to believe in the right things. Um, and I think um, reminding ourselves to do that all the time and reminding people around us, uh, uh, you know, us, that, you know, be steadfast, um, be be true to yourself. I think that is um, one of the, one of my favorite kind of quotes and concepts. Yeah, so I'm going to attempt to explain this without giving spoilers mm-hmm. um but it's from a chapter called mashiara and it's not really a quote but it's a concept uh, i guess something that happens in that chapter that involves giving up control and accepting things as a way of gaining power back And that blew my mind uh, when I first read it and when I reread it. Every time I always cry uh, because the idea of letting go in order to overcome something uh, is something that I uh, have had to learn how to do in many uh, areas of my life and have since learned it as a way of coping um, with things in the work that I do. They often teach strategies around acceptance and letting go. And I think they're very effective, but the way that it's written in that chapter is 
very uh, emotionally intense and always blows my mind every time I read it. That's a good answer. That's a great answer. Okay. Okay. Screaming spud monkeys. Yay. We love you. You're so great. Uh, so we've got three questions from them. Mm-hmm. Him? I'm not sure. Um, if you could have one more Wheel of Time book specified as large book. What other Wheel so of Time book? I guess that means like... Like, like a standard, <laughs> standard, standard Wheel of Time book. Standard... Well, I don't know. New Spring's not that large. Um, would it be The Adventures of Jane Farstrider, 10 to 12 mini stories of far off lands, or would you have a sequel following Matt, Tuan, and Perrin to Shan Chan? Matt, 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 more Matt. Yeah, I got to go with that. Yeah. Uh, Lesby Nerdy has an amazing uh, post uh, Memory of Light headcanon about Shan Chan involving Matt, Tuan, but also Elida and Min. And I think that would be a really interesting story. Mm-hmm. Did we just make this full spoilers? I think we kind of did. Yeah. 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 It's okay. It's going to have to be. Yeah. Okay, cool. And I did so well with my not sharing spoilers. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. You could talk about that that part again and no, doesn't matter. Okay, cool. Yeah. 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 The time has passed. The time has passed. It is full spoilers. Full spoilers. Full spoilers, everyone. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Matt. I mean, and for, for many reasons yeah. because- RJ had that in like RJ had that story. So mm-hmm. that story exists. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think that that would be the reason for me. Uh, yeah. Yes. And as we were talking about before, the slavery issue never got resolved. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and who knows if it would yeah. because, yeah. Um, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to. But that I know bothers a lot of people at the end of the books that Tuan never changes. And there's no... Um, sort of redemption for her or their culture, their their society doesn't really change that much. Um, so I would want to see that actually happen and, and how it happens. Yeah. All right. So uh, Spud Monkey Zen asks, if Sony actually decided to create merchandise, merch, what are the top three things on your list you would like to be able to get? The Luz Theron dragon brooch, so I can give it to Rob. Well, you're really embracing <laughs> the silliness here. Nice. Um, I want Moraine suspenders. Okay, so you're you're and... going you're going you're you're literally going two out of three show, not book. Okay, good. I know, I know, oh, I so know, Sony. I know, I know. But I'm just like, <laughs> I know. Um, and then I I was gonna want... go book, but that's fine. Okay. Yeah. I I want a a. A short spear, an Aiel short spear. Oh, okay. Um, I want Kalendor. I want, mm. I want, I want the sword. That's not a sword. Yep. Uh, I want Matt's hat or Kadir's mm. hat. Matt's Matt's Kadir slash Matt's slash RJ's hat. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I want that. I want, I wanted something Matt's, but I think that the hat's pretty cool. It's not special, but like it'll be like, oh, we have Matt's hat. Mm-hmm. And. The third is Rand's um the wool the wool is wool coat. Yeah. What the the um the red coat 
or the the sh- sh- sheep one? Both, both. I want the, both. I want I want Sherpa. I, the Sherpa coat. I want all of Rand's uh, clothes. Yeah, I want Rand's clothes. Do you want his small clothes as well? Do they wear small clothes in in Randland? Yeah, they talk about small clothes all the time. Yeah, I think those okay. those things would be cool. All right. Yeah, I want all right, of them. So Whatever this, they create, I just want it. Yes, seriously. Yeah. yeah. I mean, why do we have to pick three? Yeah. They will literally take all of our money yeah. if they make merch. Yeah. All right. This is our last question, uh, and this is again from Spud Monkeys, and it is, I think, taken from Critter XD's interview with Harriet. Mm-hmm. If you had a purple cat, what would you name it? Mace, because Mace Window has a has a purple lightsaber from Star Wars, so I'll call him Mace. Mm, okay, I would call it. I'm so bad at naming purple. Animals. What, what do you like? Like, think of purple things that you know of. Grapes. <laughs> grapes. Hi, grapes. The cat. How are you doing? Grapes. The cat walks into the room, purrs around, and grapes away. <laughs> yeah. Grapes graped grapely down the Grace and grapes lived in a Yeah. Yeah. Right. Grace's best friend was a purple cat named Grapes. <laughs> All right, somebody please write this fanfic for me. <laughs> when Grace first All saw right. that purple cat, she was like, Oh my god. She looks just like grapes. <laughs> Look at the grapes on Do her. You know, okay, this is a tangent. <laughs> um, I, um, you know how like grape flavored things, like they, I didn't think that they actually tasted like grapes until I had a Concord grape, and then I realized, oh, that's what grape flavored things taste like. What's a Concord grape? Like grape. It's it's like the grape that they use to make grape jelly, which like. I had all the time as a kid, but like forgot about because I, I didn't like have it anymore after I started, stopped eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches all the time. Mm. And then I would have like grape candy and I was like, wait, this doesn't taste like grapes, but it does. It tastes like Concord grapes, which are the most purpley-ish of all the grapes. Concord? Concord is your... Con- Concord. Concord. Concord grapes. That's, a, that's the cat name. Con. No? No, no. I like grapes. You like grapes. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. 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 All right, the adventures of Grace and Grapes. Okay, someone write that. Yes. So that's it for our questions. What did you think? Was that what you expected? Yes and no. But it was, um, I think I enjoyed answering some of these questions, pretty much all of the questions, but some of them specifically because um, they um, they made me think of things that I would normally not think of. So I think that was that was pretty cool. Um, I yeah, no, that was, that was a lot of fun. Thank you, everyone, for submitting these questions, and uh, the thought you put into some of these questions. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much. We have eighteen questions, and yeah, I wasn't sure if we would get any. So thank you so much, and they're all really yeah awesome and interesting yeah. and funny, and I definitely enjoyed answering them quite a bit. So yeah. maybe we'll do another episode like this mm-hmm. next year yeah sometime down the line yeah all right so did you have a favorite fandom moment of the week i did um so michael livingston um i think he co-tweeted um the wheel of uh, the vodcon account saying i'll be in july like you know you better be there because 
I'm going to have some secret. I'm going to reveal some secrets. And I was like, secrets. But I really wasn't. It was actually, so the Lights Work account is, <laughs> is, and this is like, we, we both have so much fun with this because I don't know if, if it is by, um, by happenstance, but there are a few times when one person makes a reply or posts something and most people think it's the other person. So in this case, you put out a, a quote tweet saying secrets and the eyes emoji and everyone like, and, and everyone's like, hi, Anas, and things like that. <laughs> and I like, you know, like hours later, like jumped on Twitter. And I'm like, what? What's going on here? <laughs> and so, so that I thought was fun. I mean, A, it was fun because of the announcement itself. Um, the fact mm -hmm. that, you know, secrets, that's, yes, eye, eyes emoji. <laughs> and um, I liked some of the interaction with it. Yeah, that was really fun. I, I do enjoy uh, confusing people with our social media. So, so you do it on, pur uh, on purpose? No, I think not in really. this case, I... I think in this case, you you probably like because I had thought of 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 posting and being like, ooh, secrets. Uh huh. But well, I, I and mean, then I didn't because I then think... I was like, uh, I already did in a way. <laughs> well, first of all, we have the same brain, yeah, so yeah, I mean, you did already yes, do it because I did go. it. But also, it's just. It's our brand, right? So, like, even though oh, yes. it wasn't me mm. that would normally say that, mm. I know that you would say it. So, like, of course, it's going to come from yes. our account. Yes. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. No. Okay. Good. Yeah. So. Okay. Yes. But it's it's still fun when people think that it's, you know, the person that it's not. Yeah. Uh. So mine is just that we uh we had a milestone this past week. We did. Uh, where our dear default Rand finally arrived at. Day 365 of asking the Wheel of Time for a season two release date. And it's my favorite fandom moment because the fandom kind of exploded on that day with uh, lots of expectations. Could you and feel the tension? And, oh, yeah. So there much was tension. so much I mean, I, tension. I mean, I was confident that nothing would happen. Oh, look I, at I you, naysayer. <laughs> Ye of just, little faith. Like, if you had believed, I, if, you know, if you had believed, if only you had believed. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I I didn't think there was going to be anything too, but I, no, I it's like I felt it though. Yeah, but it's like when you tell somebody to do something, then they they don't want to do it. Do you know what I mean? So like, <laughs> it, obviously nothing was going to happen. But but what did happen though was just all of the fandom yeah. love for Rand, like like a lot of default Rand appreciation tweets and. Um, just a lot of jokes yeah. and memes going around. And then Kevin posted his own yep. trailer, uh, which was lovely. So it was just a fun, even though there was no news, it was still a lot of fandom activity. So appreciated that. It was, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, my second one is <laughs> that uh, Rebecca from Reading the Pattern um, tagged us a couple times this week, which was very sweet. But uh, one of the things she mentioned, I think uh, we need to mention because it's sort of an update on our discussion about is our fandom a cult. So uh, on on that day when Default Rand posted three, day 365 and we didn't get anything, uh, somebody tweeted, 
There's this thing about doomsday cults where when the expected day of the apocalypse comes and goes, they actually get more obsessive and faithful and quickly find a new date to fixate on. And so Rebecca replied and tagged us saying, uh-oh, lights work pod, you might have needed to factor this into your recent episode. So what do you think about that, Honest? Do we need to reevaluate our cult status? If this was a if this was the only qualifier to being a cult we were definitely a cult (laughs) (laughs) not only did we have like this one you know thing coming up we have multiple things in line already right there's like you know the multiple kevin numbers you know that that he comes Mm -hmm. up with the 324 and the 420 and um august obviously august right i mean Mm -hmm. we, we will never forget august so yes i think um this qualifier we 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 um we embrace it we run with it we're good at it so yes yes yeah. so thank you rebecca yes. for pointing this out to us uh but as we mentioned we are not on a cult. episode we're not a cult because we don't meet a lot of the other qualifiers yeah but certainly in this regard we do yeah So before we wrap up, um, I wanted to mention one other thing that is Light's Work adjacent um, that I wanted to make everybody aware of. And there will be more information on this by the time our episode releases, uh, which will be um, next Sunday, um, the 12th, I believe. Um, So we will post more information as it comes. Uh, But one of our dear friends in the fandom, the mod who is the mod with the capital M, uh, Dana Liu Zool, uh, unfortunately um, was affected by a tornado um, this past week uh, that really damaged, majorly damaged her home. Nobody was hurt. Everybody's okay. Um, but her home is, um, you know, she's, she, her roof is destroyed. She has a tarp uh, for a roof right now um, and uh, had a tree limb fall through her home. So um, we're planning, of course, to band together to help support her and raise some money to help her with those repairs. Um, Dan from The Way of the Leaf and Twatcast are planning a live stream uh, right now, planning it for Tuesday the 14th, and um, including some kind of fundraising activities during or after that live stream. So just wanted to let everybody know about that. Uh, You should definitely join in to help support Dana Lou. She's an amazing member of our fandom and gives so much to us. So definitely want to help her through this difficult time. Uh, So we'll definitely keep you posted with more information on that as it comes up. Yeah, I'm glad um, everyone is safe and well. And um, yeah, this is, you know, this is the, the, this fandom doing the lights work. So um, yes, I'm looking forward to hearing more about um, helping. Me too. And we also have a new patron to thank this week, our another dear friend of the show, Silvertooth, Homie. aka Robbie. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, my Spearwolf brother. He's someone that I met at the first Jordan Con I went to. I think he might have been the first person I met there and has just been my buddy ever since. We have so much in common. So this is Silvertooth we're talking about, not Wolf Brother. Silver. Yes, this is Silvertooth, not Wolf Brother 7. Okay. Or um, 8, yeah. Yes. Or Slil- Silvertooth. 
If you don't know what we're talking about, join our Discord server. Uh, but thank you, Robbie. Thank you, Silvertooth. We love you so much. I can't wait to see you at JordanCon and hug the crap out of you and out of Tiffany. And um, yeah, thanks for being a patron. I um, loved meeting Robbie down um, in Atlanta last year at JordanCon. Um, had so much fun at Picnic Table Con. And uh, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to meeting again and um thank you so much for uh for becoming a patron you know uh, i feel like I, I need to like do a wolf howl only if grace does it with me do we have to <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to hear me wolf howl watch the episode of threefold talk where silvertooth and i wolf howl together okay all right cool <laughs> so yeah that's it for today if you like what we do here at The Lights Work, please follow us on Twitter at LightsWorkPod, on Instagram at The Lights Work. You can also join our Discord server or sponsor us on Patreon like Silvertooth did, and you can be just as awesome as him. And until next time, it's your turn to go out into the world and do The Lights Work. The Lights Work is a Wheel of Time fandom podcast hosted by Anas and Grace. The Lights Work is in no way affiliated with the Children of the Light. Please leave us a review on your podcast platform of choice. Follow us on social media or sponsor us on Patreon. <laughs>